Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Improv Network podcast. This is a series of longer conversations where we talk all things improv. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And uh, we are brought to you by the Improv Network, which is a fantastic organization. Um, its uh, home base is a website. Website? Wow. Its <laughs> home base is a website. It's both of those things. And they're equally <laughs> as impressive. Uh, the improv network.org. You can uh, go to the improv network network. I'm having a hard time speaking today, but you right. can go to the improv network.org and uh, check out all the awesome offerings that we have to offer. Uh, most recently, the improv FAQ page has been added to the website, uh, which features these conversations, um, our live streams, our pre recorded episodes, and uh, the lecture series episodes that I do. Um, which are smaller uh, videos or shorter videos, I should say. Um, and also on the Improv Network, you can create yourself an improviser profile for you as an individual, for your teams and troops and shows, for your theater, for your festival, uh, and you can submit to festivals. Um, there are actually a handful of festivals that are yeah. live and open for submissions um, for 2021, um, some of them are virtual. Some of them uh, maybe keeping their fingers crossed for um, a, a non-virtual uh, later in the year. So uh, check out what's available there, uh, as well as the blogs. There's a, a, a recent blog just posted a few days ago um, by Lindsay Barrow about intersectional feminism and improv. Uh, it's a fantastic article, and there should be once a month uh, you can check out a, a new blog post from... Um, an excellent improviser, resource um, leader, voice in the community. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Bob, how you doing? Good, good. Good to see you, man. How you good doing? Good to see you. I'm doing good. Um, great time last weekend during the um, Snow Day virtual oh, yeah. festival. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you feel afterward? I mean, I, I know. So it's a different experience being. Um, we, it used to be a 26 hour improv festival in a, a theater and up all night and right. You know, um, I, to be honest, when there was a point during this year or last year where I, I kind of wasn't interested in doing it because I wasn't really, you know, like snow day is my baby and I, I don't know, I didn't want to do what at that time, like uh, June Bob just didn't, wasn't really into the virtual improv, um, but I'm so glad we did it. I, I really, it was honestly, probably during this year, probably the most I felt like I was actually improvising. And I, I didn't really perform that much because there we had so many great submissions and we, we shortened the time and I wanna make sure everybody got to play. But just the, 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 hustle and bustle of producing and making sure 
everything was, you know, everything was running smooth. Uh, the extra, I don't know, not fear, but uh, the, you know, just having that extra uh, obstacles of, you know, of the, making sure that everybody had a good internet service and you know, yeah. it was broadcasting correctly. Uh, there was a couple of musical acts that we were having issues with because musical improv is still, still kind of having a hard time unless you can have like your musical accompaniment in the same room with you. Um, but I, I think everybody had a really good time. We raised money for a great cause. You know, I'm so glad we did it. I, I really am. I want to yell at June Bob. Uh, Cause uh about 2021 it's all about sony <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and and so usually you also have a uh batch of volunteers that are helping with various things uh, yeah. throughout the festivals um inclu- including like uh keeping people on time or or you know you you, you have you have a stage manager you have a host of the show you have some volunteers you have people at the box office um and all these points of contact and, and whatnot. But I, I imagine it was just you and Natalie, um, you know, it, and, Pete, it was, and Pete. Yeah, it was, a, you know, it was 90% Natalie. And then the rest of it, it was just me and Pete. And, and Pete, I wasn't, he was doing like all the technical stuff. Natalie was making sure everything was organized. And I was hosting and trying to organize the, at the same time. So like, I, yeah. we had we had computers and, and ring lights and microphones and stuff. Uh, hooked up in several rooms for the different things that she and I were doing. It was, yeah. uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah. I, I mean, and even, even if you had volunteers, like what, how, what would you do with them? Like <laughs> there's just, there's not the physical space to be like stationed right. out or whatever. It's, it's just like people are going to be messaging yes. uh, the three of you or, uh, you yeah. Know. And then, uh, somewhere during the, the night, uh, Facebook, uh, the messenger, it has an upgrade now and because of that uh it it was affecting my audio in my earbuds so if anybody was trying to message me on fa- facebook which a lot of people were you know because they, if they have questions or anything they wanted you know the quickest way of contact it usually is like a text message and if they didn't have my phone number they would facebook me and so i i'd be in the middle of set or in the middle of hosting and i couldn't hear it like it was just yeah, but it was interesting, and we got through it, and now it's a story we tell. Yeah, yeah, uh, good experience, uh, right? right, <laughs> right. It, it's like it is. Uh, I'm. I, it's going to be one of those things that, that you look back on. Um, once it's a little less common, any anything from like when when the virtual stuff is a little less common um, slash necessary, or as uh, the tech for it continues to rapidly yes. improve some of the snags that you ran into are going to be um a thing of the past and so it, it's just a time to be, to walk away and be like yeah i went through i yeah. went through the, the whole trying to run a this or that online and facilitate and produce it live like yep right <laughs> um uh, but great job it was really uh an awesome oh, thank you. um yeah couple of nights to be a part of i was glad to jump in on a couple things and i'm really really we had an awesome conversation with nancy hayden about uh improv and its influence on writing screenwriting um being in a writer's room nancy has some great credits on uh tv writing um and uh is a artistic director for second city's uh training center so she's um very very experienced and, and knowledgeable about um the cross-section between improv and uh, writing, um, both sketch and, and for the screen. 
Yeah, that was probably like the icing on the cake. Just being able to talk to her and and interview her and pick her brain um, because she's so incredible. Uh, (laughs) I felt myself doing the Chris Farley show thing like, hey, hey, Nancy, remember that time (laughs) you were on main stage at Second City? (laughs) That was cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was really great. Uh, Congrats on on a oh, thanks, man. successful fun weekend. Thank you, thank you. Um, so our, yeah, um, our topic for this episode is going to be three person scenes. Mm-hmm. Is where we're going to start, and then we're gonna um, we're gonna see if we can carry that over into just generally group scenes. Um, but that might end up being its own topic depending on how much much ground we cover. Yeah. Um, before we dive into it, I should also say that this is a pre-recorded episode, so uh, we're going to be screening this live um, in our regular Sunday 1 p.m. slot uh, on the Improv Network and Improv FAQ pages on uh, Facebook and YouTube, um, respectively. And uh, if you have questions, we will see them in the comments, just we won't be able to address them live. So uh, feel free to throw in some follow-up questions or just comments in general. We love to see that. Um, and we will... Uh, uh, hopefully get to them in a future episode if you leave them in the comments. No. Um, but three-person scenes. So I, I think this is a great topic. Um, it, it's it's kind of one of those magical improv things where it's like you can kind of see like the the form and theory of, of things. Um, right. In, in it's like, because uh, I, I think of an improv scene, you know, the nucleus of, a, of an improv scene is two people. Even you, you can do solo improv, but that's also its own thing. Um, right. But but the, uh, a scene, the nucleus of it is two people. That's like the smallest unit of improv. Um, and then once you add a third person in, uh, the dynamics change, and there's like sort of special rules that um, not rules, but like principles or uh, things that tend to happen um, in a three person scene, and uh, and it and and, and then it kind of um, the same things just kind of balloon out or uh, still apply to the as, different yeah. numbers as you add people um, to a group scene. Um, so wh- when do you, when do you usually, when does this usually come up in a, in a class? Is it pretty early it, in teaching? As far as the go curriculum, uh, pretty soon. Um, of course we start with the two, two person scene. Because, like you said, it's the smallest unit, and it's easier to direct to two people rather than, you know, if you get, like, three or more younger students in in the same scene at the same time. Not that it's impossible, but, you know, it just it, – for learning, you know, purposes, it's easier just to keep down to two. Um, but it is encouraged to to have people come in and, and – and, Walk, do walk-ins and walk-ons and walk-throughs or or join or join at the top just because like you said it, it does change the dynamic and it can make things a lot more interesting um and especially you know when people are trying to find their voice or if you have a group of people with different styles like helping them learn how to mesh them together so everybody is in a cohesive scene rather than people fighting for to get their idea in. Uh, so like, I think that's the two, two of the basic things we really have to focus on. When we first learned this, uh, 
besides the dynamics, it's just like the simple basics of listen and listening and not just, just to what you're saying or not just to what your scene partner is saying, also what you're saying and, and the give and take of when to add things um, and, yeah. and make sure like you're not doing, you know, three different scenes, but just at the same time. I think that's the most common mistake. Yeah. In general, cause it's hard enough, especially for early right. students to, to like uh, stay out of panic mode or, uh, channel their nerves um, and and just listen and react in a two person scene, and then the more people you add to it, the, just the more complicated variables that um, get thrown in there. So absolutely, I agree that it's like um, it, the, the, it's still the it's still that main principle of like, all right, it's the, you're going to start adding more people, it's going to get even more tempting, right? Or slippery, <laughs> like to have things go off the rails or to, or to throw in way more than you need uh, and and complicate things, but. Uh, Try to try to just like breathe and keep it simple. Something I tell students, like if you're truly improvising, if you're doing that thing where you, where you pick a strong character and, and you're reacting to the information as is being received, rather than trying to write the scene ahead of time, you'll have a much easier time in handling the situation. Um, and, and just doing the basic, you know, basic thing of, Hey, how do you feel about this person? You know, uh, so going back to we've talked about before, like the who, what and where the who being who are you to each other, not just in title um, boss, you know, an employee or teacher, student or whatever dynamic you want, want, want to use. Um, how does your character actually feel about that person? Because that's going to affect the way they receive that information. If someone you love tells you they wrecked your car you, you might be upset, but not as upset because you're also concerned about their well-being. Uh, someone you dislike wrecks your car, you, you're you going to be twice as mad because you're, you already started at an angry place and now it's multiplied by a loss of a, a personal possession. Yeah. So, James, like, you, you coach everybody. All the time. <laughs> Everybody off my list. Yep. I got yep. you. Every, I got like, who don't you coach? Um, but are there are there like go to like uh, I, I know there are the rules that we are taught to teach, uh, but are there like I don't know any go to advice that you give people when you when they start doing the multiple person scenes or you know just yeah, I don't know pro tips. I you know probably just to uh, kind of jump ahead to. Um, where I like, okay, okay. Let me back up because, because yeah, I would definitely approach this differently coaching than teaching. Um, okay. yeah. if, if I, if I give one simple piece of advice to, to somebody that is like kind of feels overwhelmed when there's, um, more than two people on stage in a scene, um, or has a hard time figuring out what to do, how to find your role. The, the best advice I can get is, is, uh, if you are one of the first two people to, to, to speak, Treat it like a normal two-person scene. Um, if you are the third or after to speak, pick a perspective that somebody has already um, established, one of the first two people, and get on board with their side of things or their um, yeah. their choice. Just mirror it. Because uh, th that that really is just going to be like, okay, now we have we just have multiples of, of the same thing. It's, it's two, two people who um, are have established you know one thing or another yeah. and i'm 
in the boat with uh with one of them like and so you really only have still only have two things going on yeah uh, so i always gave uh i don't know where he got it but christy angelo is the first person i heard say this and it's always been my example because it when he said this it it stuck out and it just solidified oh this is di- the dynamics of a three-person scene you can either be uh so the suggestion is island Either all three characters love being on the island or they hate being on the island, but they're all in agreement. Totally three amigos all, all day. Um, there's two verse one, two, two characters love being on the island. The other one absolutely hates on the, being on the island. That causes conflict, but at least we have a clear story. And then the third one is kind of not the strongest, but it can be, you know, it's not impossible to do. Uh, one person loves being on, on on the island, the other hates being on the island, and the other one loves pancakes. So it just just a random like, and that character is added as a spice. It it doesn't really add to the narrative. It's just you know there to it's the Kramer of the group almost. It's just there to you know say weird things and non you know sequitur. Yeah, um, yeah. That that is actually also the uh, same. Where it's the same example that I learned from, and probably I don't think I had a class uh, early on from from D'Angelo, but maybe I got it from uh, maybe it, it, it's a go comedy thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. I use that same example, and then I have found that there's a a, a secret fourth um, type of of scene. Um, so, and, and the way that I talk about them are uh, two verse one or one verse two, like you said. Um, yeah. Uh, and then and then um. The where everyone's on the same page, uh, is uh, all for one, um, and then where everyone's uh, yeah, everyone is on their own pages is uh, everyone for themselves, um, and then there's the fourth one, which is kind of like a two verse one, but it's spe- it's a specific dynamic of tug of war where you have two opposing um perspectives and then somebody caught in the middle. Uh, so it might be like two employees vying for, um, attention, uh, of, of, of the boss at, at like, you know, just trying, trying to get sneak in oh, yeah. little, little jokes and whatever, um, for, for a promotion or, I mean, even to use the uh, Island analogy, it's, it's like, um, one person you, you find, um, you got a, you got a flare gun <laughs> and there's a plane coming you're like well should we use it for for this plane or or do we think it's uh, you know and, and one person wants to use it now the other person doesn't and the third right. person is holding the flare gun and is like i don't know should i shoot it or not yeah like, um so okay yeah that tug of war um it, it tends to, again it's it's kind of two versus one but it tends yeah. to have that that specific dynamic to it um yeah but yeah no, two verse one has that common scene. I always call it the little brother uh, scene because, uh, like, uh, mom and dad say, "Hey, we can either go to Disneyland or we can go to uh, space camp." Uh, <laughs> two kids want to go to Disneyland. The other kid wants to be space camp. Space camp kid wants to get his little brother to say space camp rather than Disneyland. That way, you know, so that that, that kid the 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 Little kid like flip flops, uh, you know. Like, can I change your want? And then it becomes a game of manipulating. So you know, you you get the numbers game. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and, and I, I, either way, I mean, yeah. Do you, do you feel like that, that, it, that is, is that lumped in with, with two verse one or is it like, I, I do because yeah, the two, like it's no matter which side the person's picking at some point it is two verse one. Yeah, I guess it's just the floating between because yeah. it, it's it's the, the the two verse one is like two people have the same perspective and are like I you know you could do bully and nerd where it's just like eh, you know like um look at the nerd with his math books or whatever um and the two bullies are riffing on with each other on the same thing as opposed right. to you know they're, they're like with the two with a with a with a tug of war it's the fact that the two, the two, the two people in the two verse one right. are not together. They're against each other like that. And, and so, and so, and, and then because the person in the middle is never really aligning, it's, it's like, it's like, you know, two a verse one and then two B verse one. It's just, it's, I don't know. Like, uh, I think okay. it's maybe what it is, is it's because like it changes what you do. Like, uh, because if you're in, if you're in a two verse one where, where the two people are on the same page mm. against the one, then you, the two people are going to mirror each other. Um, and they're going to add, they're going to heighten and explore, um, right. whatever it is that, that, uh, differentiates the two and the one. Um, when, when it's a tug of war, it's, it's like you're, you're doing the whole, um, you got to ante up against each other. You're still heightening and exploring, but but like yeah. uh, you're not mirroring each other. You have to kind of like um, find different offerings to entice the person in the middle. Uh, it's more of a um, it's more of a baiting game, you know, uh, than it is just like a a me versus you thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess see that. I just always thought of it because you have the main premise, which is either we want to go get off the island or we want to stay on the island. Uh, but there's a secondary game of to get to my goal. I also have to win over this person. So, I mean, to me, the, the third character is always kind of in play as, you know, since that person, that third person's only mirroring whoever he's, he's mirroring or she, they're mirroring. Um, they're taking their side. So like, it's, I don't know. It, to me, in my, in my brain, it's, it's still two verse one because at any point that person is on one side, you know, that's never perfectly divide, you know, divided. They're always leaning a little bit to one way. So uh, while they're leaning towards a direction, that side has two, the other one has one. And since it's well, a game rather than a dynamic, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, but but it's but no, I love this. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so yeah, a couple things. One, yeah, yeah I real I realized that like okay, well, in, in like a two verse one, you're not always in opposition with the one, right? It could, it could just be like uh, we want you to, um, yeah, we want you to come to the party and you're bummed, right? you know, you're feeling down. So it's two people trying to like cheer you up. It could be a positive yeah. dynamic. Uh, it's, it's, I suppose it could be the same thing, you know, with, with a tug of war. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, like why? Okay. So 
the one person I see what you're saying where it's like, okay, well, if, 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 if you physically have two people on opposite sides of the stage and one person right. in the middle and they're like, come this way, come this way. If, if the one person is like, well, that does actually sound good. Then boom, you have two on uh stage left and one on stage, right. Uh, it for the moment. And then the other person is like, yeah, but there's candy over here. And then they're right. like, oh shit, I didn't know there was candy over there. And now all of a sudden you have still two verse one. It just changed to stage left. Um, but generally speaking, but, overall, doesn't like in a narrative scene where it's two verse one, isn't there a little bit of that? So even, hey, let's come to the party. Oh, well, I'm going to party. Can we just stay here? I got weed and funions. What if when the guy's like, oh, I didn't know you have weed and funions, switched over to that? Like now neither of us want to go to party because he's got weed and funions. Yeah, but that becomes different to me. It's like like as as soon as soon as somebody switches sides, that becomes a different dynamic to me, and, and inherently a different game because, um, uh, and it is like it's like it's like a baked in relationship slash like status with when these um the reason that that these three person types of scenes are useful is because they they tend to have baked in status and relationship um and. Uh, and when you have one type, um, it's it's almost like a combination between a two verse one and and everyone for themselves, because okay. the person in the middle is being pulled between the two um, things because they have their own values. So they have they, they, they now they're introducing a third perspective that is different from either one of the other two people. Uh, they could go either way, and what are you basing that on? Becomes the question that the person in the middle has to figure out. It's like it's like oh. Well, do I just like uh, s cool things? Am I am I easily enticed by stuff that sounds fun, um, or am I? Are, is it because like um, am I trying to consider out whether or not something is right or wrong? And I have like high, you know, uh, moral values, and so you know, then we're trying to be like, yeah, but think about it. Uh, think about how disappointed your, uh, you know, your sister's going to be or whatever. And then you're like, yeah. I don't want to let her down. You know, then you can, you, you have, you have like, you have this third person's perspective that you're now using yeah. to pull one or the other. So you do have different than, than a two verse one where, where two people are mirroring each other on the same values. You have a third set of values slash perspective that's being manipulated. So it's, it's like I said, it's, it's like a blend between two verse one and an everyone for themselves. Okay. Well, to me, one is a dynamic. One is a game. And the fact that the character can change his mind, I think that's just a normal character trait when given different information or or being attacked either intellectually or emotionally. So them changing perspective perspective and changing the initial uh, dynamic is fine to me. But I, I still see that two verse one is just he's who or the characters is gaining information, which is helping his decision. Yeah. I, well, I, I and and honestly, I I understand like you're saying like character A and character B have you know more clear and stronger convictions, uh, but that doesn't make you know character C any less. It doesn't make it any less. It just makes it makes it different. It makes it so so. I and I, I would I would coach a scene where that happens differently and and give different okay. advice on on the scenario. What what do you so? Let's let's walk through at least the three, um, the okay. two verse one, 
the yeah. everyone on the same perspective and then everybody has a different perspective um what when when you identify those two a group or um a class or whatever right what are you uh then advising how, how do you how do you make use of recognizing those different dynamics uh, well so which one we starting with i'm sorry um, uh, let's start with two first one two first one uh identifying the want as fast as possible uh, and and how we feel about each other so the you know if you can identify the want of the scene or you know what makes the day different then you you know basically the the pressure point uh, and possibly the game of the scene but we know where the the pressure of the narrative is at and and then if you know how the the characters feel about each other that puts a uh, a spin on how is the information that that you're receiving and how 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 you receive and how you give information you know cool yeah. um and then and then so and then how does that vary from if we're all on the same page is there a different um order order of priority what what you're trying to establish or figure out um all on the same page i i like those kinds of, I, I know some people don't but i love those kind of scenes because they get super if if done right they get or i shouldn't say done right uh the ones i really like they get super weird because if if there's no conflict then you should be showing me a slice of life that i haven't seen uh what were why are these characters you know being yeah you know, why is this scene something you're showcasing you know what what's interesting about these characters what is their por- perspective and why is it something i haven't seen before so you know like dumb and dumber is a good like um example of that you know they both have the same want but they're so weird and gross and fun it's it's you know any or you know you can say that almost about any buddy movie like the buddy road trip is a classic you know uh what's it called uh, go to yeah. for that reason, you know, like just, and you almost have to have an external thing to cause conflict. And, but it's usually earned through a good chunk of them just being fun and weird and, you know, interesting. Yeah. So in, in like the, um, okay, well let's, let's do, and then if everyone's on a different page, what's your advice in that scenario? Um, if everybody's on a different page, try to make what, try to find something that overlaps, you know, if a theme that overlaps. So even though it seems like they're on a different page, there's an overall, overall theme to what the scene is about, you know, or even, or even, and it can be something, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be so, I don't know, a uh, narrative. It, it could just be like an emotional reaction to to learning or, or discovering something. Um, you know, have some have something, you know, uh, I don't know how to put it. Has something that connects all three point, points of view, you know. So you're, def- you're on the same page, even if it's in a grander theme rather than, you know, just uh, we both, all three of us want pizza, or you know, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it could be like using the pizza one. Someone can want pizza because they're on a diet and they haven't had carbs in a while. So it's something you know, they hunger for something they can't have. While another person can hunger for another, you know, thing they can't have like uh, fame. Uh, someone can hunger for another thing they can't have. Like, uh, I don't know. Okay. It, yeah. It, yeah. Riches. I don't know. It just, just, you know, uh, adjacent, you know, it can be on the nose or it can be bigger than that. Yeah. So it's almost like I think about that in, in, um, show dynamics is like finding the, the, the grand theme or the, uh, sort of like slogan, um, for the show. Yeah. It's like, Oh, it's about, um, wanting what you can't have. Uh, you know, so if you can kind of do that on, on, on the micro level of, of a scene of like, yeah. um, yeah, that, that, that less obvious, more broad, or uh, abstract thing that that might actually connect us is that, uh, yeah for sure that that I haven't thought about it that way. Um, that's a great way to approach it. Um. So. With. What like like let, let's let's go to the um. Let's use this island. Let's keep let's keep using this island example. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, you I, know, I've been using the island for like eight years, so let's do it. <laughs> so, um, I'm uh, I'm on an island. Me, right. I'm, I'm I'm in a two verse one, and uh, it's been established that um, you know, me and the I, I'm I'm part of the two. I'm like, we want it. We love it. We're like, hey, maybe it won't be so bad here. We could totally. Um, you know, live off the land and learn to fish. Um, and then the other person is like, we have to signal for help immediately. I, I, I can't stay here. Um, and that's like the first couple lines of the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I'm like, I don't know what to do from here. Like, what do we, you know, you, you said, how, how do you apply this? Like, what are the wants and, um, whatnot? Right. Um, so, we can do the, the game like we were talking before, like trying to get one of the people to join you in. in you know, oh, you're one of the people who who love the island, right? And if I was the the person who didn't love the island, I, I would spend a considerable amount of time trying to think of new wacky ideas on how to get off this island or, you know, uh, get someone's attention, you know, if it's a plane flying by or whatever. Um, and the other half is trying to convince both of you how bad this island is so you know give examples like you know oh man i bet you, you guys both love steak you know we can never have a steak again if we stay on the island you know just you know i could use right now a nice cold coca-cola it's too bad we're on this island because i don't know why all my examples are either <laughs> island or food based pizza hey yeah. pizza i should probably I, I should eat before these um yeah. pizza and pancakes <laughs> like, you know Oh, you know, oh, before you left, left uh, before we left, um, Cindy Lou said that uh, she found you very attractive. It's too bad you can't call her now that uh, you're stuck on this island. You know, just, you know. So in, so in that case, really, you're like um, with the one person who wants to get off the island is trying right. to um, convince the other two. Yeah. Um, like, and so, and so what part of what they want not just to get off the island is also for the other two to go with them. So, so like the want is 
it's not enough to just have a want for like what your perspective is in the situation. Yeah. You need to want something from the other characters, right? Yeah. It, most of the time it'd probably be easier if all three were working together to, 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 you know, obtain the goal. Um, and, and I mean, the same could be true for the other two. Like, you know, we'd like it on his Island. If this guy, you know, you know, signals to the wrong plane and then we get rescued, then we have to go back to our, our sucky jobs, you know, or whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. is waiting for them back in wherever they, they're from. Um, so. Okay. So, so you're, yeah, you're still, you, is there a scenario where it would just be like these two, they don't want each other. <laughs> Right, right, right. Do what they want. Like, like I want to leave the island, but I don't care what you two do. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, absolutely. And, and they can just see uh, two sides of this, two sides of the same coin. You know, you, yeah, go do your. If, if the plane comes, please don't get us. Uh, I'm, I'm building up my own, you know, city over here, <laughs> city of one. And then when you leave, there's more island for me. That's awesome. Yeah. So then it's a fight. <laughs> then 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 the want really is to like is to uh prove your side is best and that you um you need the other person less <laughs> yeah just say hey, go ahead so which which again is still like you, you know you actively probably don't think about it if you're in the scene this way but that is still wanting something from the other person which is for them to feel defeated or, or for, for to to, yeah. to to dominate ego wise to be like um you know well i mean it, it yes and honestly that's why the other part's important like how do you feel about that person because if you feel indifferent do you care if they leave as long as they don't you know don't force you to leave as well you know uh, if you hate the person, like let them leave, but let them know that you're going to do fine without them would be interesting. Um, if you love them, you don't want them to leave either. So you'll fight for them to stay and actually enjoy themselves because you don't want your, you know, someone you love to be miserable with you. Uh, I mean, there's also yeah. a version of, you know, I don't like the island, but I'm going to want you to stay because this is the only way I can have you. Uh, there, there, there's some, you know, there's an interesting dynamics about the island. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, okay. And then, and then, uh, we're all like, all right, so let's go to the, uh, everyone's on the same page. We're all like, yeah, we, uh, this is a blessing in disguise. Uh, right. I we all actually were very stressed and overwhelmed in our, uh, in our lives before we crash landed on this Island and we're happy to be, um, isolated. So, then, then in that scenario, um, uh, what what did you say that the advice is on on one of those types of scenes? If we're on the um, same page, it could just be fun and weird, and just have a good time with it. Um, or like, depending on we're all in or we're all off, you can either have a, a monkey paw type situation where you got what you wish for, but you know it's always it's not exactly what you wanted, and you're miserable. So, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm on the island because I, I hate my stress, but to sustain life on the Island is a lot more stressful than you, than what we left. Um, yeah. Or if you all three hate being on the Island and like, Oh, I can't believe we're stuck on this Island and, and discover actually being on the Island is the best thing that ever happened to you. That's it. That's another dynamic in play. 
Yeah, I think probably starting with like um, for trying to figure out why. What if you're jazzed about being on the island, or you want to get off the island? Just just like um, if if everyone's on the same page, really, what you what you have left is like, okay, well, why? Yeah. Um, and that's either going to like kind of give you distinction between each other still, even though you all share the, are on the same side about what you want. Um, maybe this person wants to go home to uh, be with their loved one. This person wants to go home because they have like a super important uh, opportunity or job interview. And this person wants to go home because um, they just think the island life is icky. They love the city life um, or whatever. But if they, they all like and you kind of flesh out like, OK, answer, answer the question why. Um, and then even if even if it is like. um we all want the same thing for the same reason. Mm -hmm. uh, then, yeah, you could you if if you just keep amplifying that, then yeah. it either is kind of like absurd and fun how much on the same page they are, or um, there's a uh, this idea of transformation that um, I don't want to go too much on a tangent on this, but like there's this concept of transformation that. Um, maybe I picked up from a couple places, but like, if you do something big enough, uh, you can let it transform into something else. I think I, I maybe I picked it up from like a character workshop where you just like, uh, exaggerate and, and, um, uh, do things big, huge physical choices. And until they, uh, became, went from being one thing to another. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that made me think about like, uh, just like, physically too that's that's what happens with like water if you heat it up enough it goes from being uh liquid to steam and um I, I, and i've since applied that to like the idea of of heightening in uh in improv scenes too where it's like okay well if you're just like yeah we want to be on the island um we love it we, for these reasons and then you just keep adding to it like uh then eventually if if you keep hitting that hard enough it will probably transform on its own into something else whether whether it's okay. uh like you said like that that you hit the um reasons why so hard until you realize that like oh maybe it is actually maybe i do miss my family i didn't think about my family right <laughs> you know and then and then uh the energy that you give to heightening um will hit a peak and kind of like uh organically something will present itself in that um, in in that ramping up uh, and if it needs like for lack of a better term if it needs to be forced um what we've been concentrating on for the last couple minutes is um your wants and then and then underneath your want is your why you know, uh, for example, like, like you said, like uh, the person wants to get out of the island because they have a job interview. Why is this job interview so important? Because I want a job. Why that job? Oh, because it'll add fulfillment to my life. Well, what if you found something on the island to do that made you feel, you know, that fulfilled you in the same way or even more? You know, like I'm I'm the only one on the island that knows how to open these coconuts so we can drink fresh water. You know, I'm a sustaining life. I, you know. That's way better than being a barista, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to get home because I have that barista interview tomorrow. You know, <laughs> I'm hungry and thirsty during this episode. James, let me have 
Um, yeah. Okay. So just leaning into, into the, I, I, I yeah, the, the why, and then, um, I think allowing that, that even if you press the gas on it, like you said, it could just be like, like kind of, uh, silly, absurd, how, um, how simple the, um, agreement is for, for yeah. these three characters to be, um, on the same page, uh, or in heightening and exploring the why, then you kind of like start to see the, the unique, the, the, the kind of like subcategories of, yeah. of the characters that, um, make them distinct and that you can play with more from there. Um, what about for, uh, everyone, everyone's on a different page. Everyone, everyone has their own perspective. And let's okay. So, so I'll set up the island thing again, where it's like, um, one person, yeah, is is trying to make a raft to get off the island. One person uh, wants to go, wants to let's let's say there's a pile of wood, right? And like one character is like, I want to use this wood to build a raft, and the other person's like, I want to use this wood to build a fort so we can stay here. And then the third person is like, um. Uh, just man, uh, you guys ever think about like how clouds are made? <laughs> like, right. Um, then what, what's, what's the advice in that scenario? Uh, you know, uh, so the main, the main conflict would be between boat and, and shelter guy. So yep. I don't know, like finding, I guess having the performers realize what balance of these three wants the audience wanted to see because if cloud guy is super interesting, we will see a lot more of them than if he wasn't right. Because you know, the conflict is not the most interesting, always the most interesting, but it's, it's what makes, you know, it's what's driving the story. So, so that main conflict, how, who's going to win between, uh, raft guy and shelter guy uh and and cloud guys is you know icing yeah yeah it's almost and, and then in that case that becomes more of a two verse one where it's like two people who who have rational um relatable yeah situations and, and they're basically in a two-person scene where this third yeah. person keeps chiming in with their absurd thing yeah um, oh, well because both well i mean if you put it that way because you know it, it no longer becomes about about the island it's two verse one because two people want to survive and the other one wants to just do nothing with their life you know or nothing productive so two productive people versus one non-productive people person yeah. yeah um okay well let's maybe okay let's say what if what if that's because that's a scenario where we have two related slash opposing okay wants but yeah. let's say to really get to really get the dynamic of, yeah. of a uh everyone for themselves they really have to have to not be in direct opposition or relationship to each other so let's so again we're on an island let's say we still got like <laughs> let's yeah. say we're we got we got one person who's just like surveying the land and kind of like seems to be like like uh okay if the they're 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 like the sun is the sun is here and they're trying to figure out like what time of day it is and they're we don't know if they want to stay or leave they we okay. just know that they're using like information about the the surroundings uh to figure out where they are mm -hmm. um and they're like oh I, this must be um you know somewhere just off the coast of uh the gulf of mexico i can see that there's that th this kind of plant life um 
and then uh the other person is is like um is like we we could have died and like now i i think i'm finding god in my life flash before my eyes and i think i'm like just realizing um how precious it all is uh yeah. and then the third person is like um is like uh has amnesia <laughs> Third person, third person. Wow, third person woke up. What the third person was going to be? All right, yeah. Third person blacked out. Doesn't remember anything. Doesn't remember getting on the flight. Third person. Third person is in lost scenario where they're like, "How did we get here?" I just all I know is that I, I, I was. um, Last thing I remember is just being at that dinner party with my husband. Like, um, (laughs) like what? What's the advice in that scenario? Um, well, I mean, I would say try to brainstorm what is an overall theme, you know, and uh, the one guy is lost, literally lost. Yeah, I mean, all three of them are literally lost, uh, but one is emotionally lost, you know, until he found God. So maybe now he's he's found a path and maybe try to encourage uh, the other two to find a way or make it their journey to also find something to help, you know, like the guy, the one who's, who, who's lost because, you know, they didn't have religion in their life and now they found it. So is that fulfilling for them? If so, try for the other two characters to find something on the Island that fulfills them as much as someone who discovered religion. Yeah. That's great. So, so uh, again, that, that overall theme of uh, being lost and being, yeah. and then finding yourself, uh, yeah. finding something while being lost. Uh, yeah. that's, because then, that, that's great. Yeah. Because, because then you could, because, because if everyone in the, in the trio is looking for that and, and um, like I said, it's, it's group mind, right? Like I, 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 the way that I apply that same idea is, is usually in a show. And it's like, if everybody sees, that like oh this is this is a show about um you know uh th- things you let slip through your fingers if you don't act you know um then if 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 the whole group is on the same page that like that's what we do for our show then you can make use of that in really great ways and if and if and if this trio um in, in this hypothetical scene are all looking for that and are all like okay we're doing the thing where we're all on different pages but we have this like underlying thing of um of a theme then it kind of gives it comfort and permission for everybody to really lean into their thing without feeling like they're being disruptive or disconnected because there really right. are um and uh and and hopefully like at least hinting at it even because even if it's not clear to the audience that that's what's happening that like oh they're they're uh they're emphasizing the like being lost and then being found uh thing if it's not clear it will it will um still f- feel more comfortable if the players are um seeing that and playing into that uh and will will likely still be more fun and um easier to watch because of that especially if you use uh character a who found religion as as a map and you can take some of their dialogue as they're discovering however they discovered religion or that that you know, there's a higher power or however they, however they, they, they quantify that. Uh, if they use that same thing as, as the person just discovering, Oh, this is where we are. I can tell by the trees, you know, and, and 
you know, I'm glad I discovered this, you know, or I always knew it all along. It just, I never seen it with my own eyes until now, you know, it's been revealed. Uh, yeah, just, and then the third person has the, has the most unique way because they're starting from absolute zero and getting there. So the other two characters had at least, you know, a foot in the right direction. So the making the third character who, who has nothing, um, you know, come out with the biggest, I guess for lack of better terms, hero journey, because they went through the most to get to the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's, it's just a very cool thing. Like, uh, I guess best case scenario is, is that the audience feels that vibe of, of like, uh, as the scene goes on that it's like, Oh, um, I see how these things are related. And, uh, it's almost like, um, I'm trying to, th I'm trying to think of what the word is for this. Um, there's a, there's like a, uh, a music term for when you have like a refrain. Um, I see it in musical improv a lot, uh, where you have like one person who has like their, their, their own melody. Oh. Uh, and then, uh, second, three people have their own melody and they're, they're established at different times, but then when they, um, sing it together, it's, it's kind of like in this overlapping, um, uh, harmony slash, um, you know what I mean? It's almost like, like I know what you mean, but I don't. I don't know. I I I know that we, we don't know get the music going to do it. Like uh, something that Dianacy does a lot. Like I know you're. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, but but it's there's this satisfaction of of like of like okay, so here's here's the music, and then one person is like, um, um, but um, and then um, yeah. and then the second person is like. Da -da -de 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 -de. Uh, like and they all have their and then the, the, the third person whatever they all oh. have their their their, their separately established thing yeah. and then they start singing at the same time and you realize that like oh no 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 is like the baseline and then the uh la, 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 yeah. is like complimenting each other um and i, I feel like i feel like that's that's like glee that? <laughs> i think you just wrote an episode of glee uh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But but like it's uh it, it that satisfaction of of like oh these seem like 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 unrelated yeah. things and then all of a sudden at they 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 culminate and and complement and overlap each other, um, that can be like how how you can do this uh, yeah. um, everyone for themselves uh, a scenario of a three person scene. Yeah, and you get bonus points if at the end all three characters look at each other and say to them out loud, "Hey, we're not so different after all." And then lights, <laughs> lights, <laughs> lights scene. Um, yeah. Uh -oh. My 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 one of my go to advice uh, pieces of advice. So so uh, I I I tend to say with this everyone for themselves thing is is one don't panic. The 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 more that you feel like you're disconnected in it, it the more that the audience is going to feel that way. If if you're kind of like oh, we're on we're not on the same page. So don't rush to to correct or um, change anything or, or or whatever. Just just be comfortable in the fact that you're on three separate pages. That's fine. Um, like I think that's 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 a big thing that that uh, again getting people out of panic mode. Um, right. uh, I think that's a big thing that that can go such a long way uh, for that scenario. It's just like don't. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing. There's no destination to rush to. Just let it be. Uh, disparate for now um and then you know 
one thing that I can offer is, is like, like try to make it a two two verse one. Like try to try to find which which of these two, other two characters do you have more in common with than the other. Um, and so then you can or or like you said, is that I don't think about it previously as a um, thematic thing, but like, well, what does um, connect you all? Whether it's like, well, we're all obviously on this island together. Um, direct your attention toward the situation at hand that you're all sharing. Um, and then and then that can link you up. And then the other thing that I really like to, to experiment with and push people to explore is leaning into it harder the the disparate perspectives because i think that there's something really fun um with like comfortable dissonance um yeah purposeful dissonance where uh just lean into it harder ignore each other more like yeah. just do your i know i know i know you said earlier in the in the show you're like we don't usually we don't want every three person scene to go this way. Usually, no, we, no. We want you. We want you to connect. We want. Uh, we don't want there to be it to feel like there's three people right. doing three different shows that, or scenes at the same time. Yeah. But, but I, if, I if, if, you, if you do it on purpose, if you do it on purpose, and you and you are are playing with it, and it's kind of naturally how it's going, then it can be really fun. Yeah, uh, my only I, I love everything you just said. I totally agree. Uh, the only uh, if I may, babe, uh, what's it? I meant to say piggyback. I'm gonna say baby back. If I make baby back, <laughs> wow. ribs get some um, dinner after this. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm actually at apples because right now that was my order. Um, baby backs. I thought I maybe baby back. Uh, <laughs> baby on my back. Yeah. Uh, I would say if you're doing that 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 um, three different perspectives and you're choosing to ignore each other at least mirror the energy at which you do it. Yeah. Like the emotion or, or the energy, this, and, and really crank it up. Cause that's awesome. Like, it, cause again, not all the, not every scene has to be narrative. This can just be a really fun game scene that has cool dialogue, you know, and the game is like, how, how important is this thing to this character, you know? And, crank it up a notch that'd be awesome yeah yeah that's a great point is like crescendo together um yeah. too is like you know um yeah there's there's still give and take when you do it that way it's still it still needs to be cooperative oh, yeah. it just it you're purposefully making it feel like it's not like I, I think that's really fun um yeah especially if you you know that kind of scene uh in 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 the middle or towards the end of a set after you have like a, a couple of scenes that kind of have that two verse one dynamic or three amigos dynamic, just to, just to show a different style. It, yeah. I think that can be really cool and really different, you know, especially if you are the type of troop that leans narrative to have a really fun game scene that has a, a slight narrative nod to it. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Just, just having, it, uh, so much of it's the dynamics, right? It's just like right. every once in a while, throw throw a wrench in there on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Oliver was talking about. Like, get yourself into trouble. It's fun. Yeah, you know, if you're playing safe all the time, then you're probably not really pushing yourself or pushing what you and your troop can do on stage. So, totally. yeah, do something. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because because it takes it t- it's a juggling right it's it's like it's not um just controlled chaos takes a a comfortable competent group with yeah. good chemistry to accomplish um so it is still like there's there's value to it and there's like it, it is taking advantage of like okay well if you um are are playing really well together and comfortable with each other then one of the ways you can show that is to is to live dangerously right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right especially if you're playing for a bunch of improvisers like make them ask what's gonna happen next if you can di- get that going by doing by 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 pushing the brownies by breaking the rules by breaking the the, the traditional dynamics of a three-person scene I, I say go for it yes and um with that we will uh we'll wrap it up still think tug of war is its own dynamic <laughs> We'll do a separate episode on tug of war. Uh, you know what? I want to hear from our listeners. Vote on the Bob. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we we didn't though really get to uh, talk about group scene no. dynamics, um, and uh, some of this stuff relates to it. So maybe maybe we'll uh, pencil it in for next week or uh, an episode soon, um, just yeah. to follow up on these same this same thread of conversation. Um. But uh, in the meantime, you can check out all of our previous conversations on the improvnetwork.org, as well as all the fantastic resources that the Improv Network has to offer. You can also um, find our live stream episodes on YouTube. Uh, The Improv Network channel now has um, playlists of what uh, formerly Improv FAQ content. The uh, Improv FAQ um, channel, which is originally where Bob and I started doing these um, videos, also still exists on on YouTube. So you can uh, scope that out if it's any easier for you. Um, And uh, if you have any requests for topics or guests for us to talk to, you can email um, james at theimprovnetwork.org or drop us a suggestion in the comments. And we will do our best to uh, take those suggestions. We would love to make this a dialogue between the community and a real resource for um, answering questions and having good, useful, productive conversations that um, matter to things that are on your mind, not just what's on mine and Bob's mind. Absolutely. All right, Bob, it's dinner time. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for tuning into the Improv Network podcast. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.